Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man has welcomed sinners and he eats with them. Then Jesus told this parable. <clears throat> Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. <clears throat> Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. This verse is, is, is my key verse this morning. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. If you've ever done a puzzle before, that, that sometimes you find an, an almost piece. And you try to make it fit by, by f pushing and squishing it in and, and trying to force it into place. Our heart is a puzzle created with a space that only, watch this, God can complete. This world tells us to, to fill this space with, with, with a person or success or money or popularity or, or drugs or even sex. But in the end, they are fake imitations that bring partial satisfaction from the moment of our birth god has been after us with his incredible love when we ignored him and yeah yeah we ignore him and lived our lives as if he didn't exist he was still pursuing us even at our worst god has been relentless romans 5 8 says it God demonstrates his own love for us in this. And this part makes me shout, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't wait for us to, to get it all together, to be better, to do better, or look better, or become better. He didn't wait for that. His love has remained unchanged regardless of our present circumstances. Today is Good Friday. Where true, reckless love, to say at least, is shown when a man who was sinless on earth suffered for sinners like us. How do you respond to this kind of love? We take this life that God has given us and we have to give it back to him. The act of surrender, to say at least. Oh, well, while the idea of surrender might seem like you're losing something, think about how it felt for Jesus. To be whipped, mocked, crown of thorns, to be nailed to a cross. And at times in life, we have to realize as believers, if they did it to someone like Jesus, what makes us any better? When we don't want to forgive or let go or, or, or sacrifice, I told someone this before. You will get to a point in which you were in front of God and God asks you, well, why didn't you sacrifice in that moment? Why didn't you let go of this? Are you going to be the one who says, but God, they, they didn't, they were mean to me. But God, they, 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 they didn't sacrifice first. But God, look over there, look at them. Are you going to tell God, don't look at me look at them when God sent his son while we were yet sinners while we 
were not following God, while we were committed, while we didn't understand God's love, he still died for us. So today, while we reflect on the life of Christ, while we understand that on the third day after this moment, there's a celebration because they couldn't keep him in the grave, what will we do going forward?